2: Hello and welcome to episode 20 of the Songs and Stories podcast. After last week's episode and calling for more song suggestions, I was happy to receive some more this week. And this is one of them, so episode 20, Come Out your Black and Tans. Come Out your Black and Tans is an Irish rebel song referring to the Black and Tans or Special Reserve Constables mainly former World War One army soldiers, recruited in Great Britain and sent to Ireland from 1920 to reinforce the Royal Irish Constabulary, the RIC, during the Irish War of Independence. The song was written by Dominic Bean, brother of Brendan, as a tribute to his Irish Republican Army father, Stephen, who had fought in the War of Independence and is concerned with political divisions in working-class Dublin of the 1920s. The song uses the term black and tans against people living in Dublin both Catholic and Protestant, who were pro-British. But before we look at the song, who were the Black and Tans? The principal target of the IRA during the War of Independence was the Royal Irish Constabulary, the RIC, a force of about 9,500 officers in 1,397 barracks across the country. From April 1919, the 19th century tradition of boycott and social ostracization was dusted off and deployed against the police, their immediate families and those who associated with them. In some parts of the country, this became so systematic over the following 12 months that the police were forced to commandeer food supplies or starve. Steadily, the scale of violence increased. 18 policemen were killed in 1919, but 22 in the first 4 months of 1920 alone and almost 200 by the end of that year. The combination of boycott, violent attacks and mounting casualties demoralised the RIC. The typical RIC constable did not have the experience of weapons or the requisite training to meet the IRA challenge. For many, the sensible course was to resign or retire or to do as little as possible to endanger life and limb. Tellingly, the number leaving the force was twice as high in 1919-21 as it had been between 1910 and 1919. Potential recruits were intimidated and vacancies went unfilled. By the end of 1919, smaller outlying police huts staffed by three or four policemen had become untenable and were evacuated. By the summer of 1920, one third of all police barracks in the country had been closed. The depleted RIC was then concentrated in larger and more fortified barracks and issued with better weaponry. The contraction of a police presence in many parts of the country allowed the Republican counter-state to gain a foothold with the appearance of dull courts to challenge the British legal system. The British government was slow to realise the scale of the dislocation of law and order in Ireland, having been preoccupied by the Versailles Peace Conference and distracted by Labour unrest at home. Throughout the War of Independence, the British cabinet refused to recognise the IRA campaign as a guerrilla war, never mind the underground doll to be conferred with belligerent status. As David Lloyd George, the Prime Minister, put it, you do not declare war against rebels. The IRA was deemed a murder gang and the Irish problem was viewed as a policing job. When sufficient police recruits could not be found in Ireland, the alternative was to tap the large pool of unemployed British veterans from the First World War. And a bonus was that they had hardened military experience to implement counter-insurgency measures. A recruitment drive began in early 1920. Advertisements promised decent pay of 10 shillings a day with a weekly bonus of 6 pence for single men and double for married men. There was also a free subsistence allowance, generous paid leave and a pension. Those who found the job not to their liking could leave after a month's notice. The first recruits arrived into Ireland in February 1920 and as the British economy went into recession, the number of recruits increased. A temporary shortage of RIC uniforms saw the issue of khaki military trousers which, fittingly, belied a semi-military role, and dark green tunics. This mixture of kit gave rise to the term, the black and tans. The term was also applied by contemporaries to the RIC Auxiliary Division, recruited in July 1920 from ex-army officers. The auxiliaries wore only military attire and distinctive tam-o-shanter caps worn by Scottish regiments of the British Army. The height requirement for the RIC of 5 feet and 9 inches was lowered by 4 inches for the Black and Tans. A training depot was established at Gormanstown in County Mead where the Black and Tans received rudimentary instruction in policing for 3 or 4 weeks before being sworn in as temporary constables of the RIC. They worked side by side with members of the old RIC and were dispatched to those parts of the country such as Cork and Tipperary where RIC numbers were most depleted. By contrast, the auxiliaries did not operate as regular policemen. They were deployed in companies of a 100 to the most disturbed areas of the country and were highly mobile with their own transport. The popular myth that the black and tans were the sweeping of English prison systems has no substance. The advertisements sought men with a good army character. The recruits certainly differed from the old ROC with their predominantly English accents urban working class backgrounds, non-Catholic religious affiliations and sometimes short stature. As mentioned, the height requirement was lowered by 4 inches for the new recruits and some of the black and tans and auxiliaries were Welsh, Scottish and even Irish. The black and tans didn't look or act like policemen. The more militarised the police became, the more they alienated the Irish and subsequently British public opinion. They quickly gained a reputation for ill-discipline, drunkenness, indiscriminate shooting, brutality and casual violence. The War of Independence entered a more brutal phase after the implementation of the Restoration of Order in Ireland Act in August 1920. An unofficial system of reprisals was tolerated in response to the IRA attacks. Homes and businesses were burnt or looted. Beatings and mock executions became commonplace as did extrajudicial killings. Though less well recorded, there were also many reports of sexual violence. The Black and Tans were identified with the most controversial episodes of the War of Independence, such as Sack of Balbriggan in September 1920, when 50 houses were burned and two suspected so-called Sinn Féiners were killed. One of the most tragic deaths of that period was that of Ellen Quinn. On November 1st 1920, She was shot and fatally wounded while sitting on a wall outside her house in Kiltartan in County Galway with her nine-month-old baby in her arms. The shot came from a passing police lorry. Her death was powerfully evoked in WB Yeats's poem, Reprisals. Where may new married women sit and suckle children now? Armed men may murder them in passing by. No law nor parliament take heed. Then close your ears with dust and lie among the other cheated dead. It was little wonder that the Black and Tans were feared and hated in equal measure, with their reputation for ill-discipline, drunkenness, brutality and violence, including sexual violence towards women. Few groups in Irish history acquired a reputation as notorious as the Black and Tans, one that has ensured that even a century later they remain etched in Irish popular memory. The song is attributed to Irish songwriter Dominic Bean, who was born into the literary Bean family in Dublin in 1928. His brother, as I mentioned, was Brendan Bean. The date when the song was written is not recorded, but Bean was active as a songwriter from about 1958 onwards. The setting of the song is the Dublin into which Bean was born in the late 1920s, and the main character in the song, who is calling his neighbours the Black and Tans, is believed to be Bean's father, Stephen Bean who, as I mentioned, was a prominent Irish Republican and who had fought in the Irish War of Independence and the Irish Civil War. At times, the song's authorship has been attributed to Stephen Bean, but this is generally not accepted. The melody of the song was adopted by Bean from an old air called Rusk Moon, which is the Irish for the battle cry of Munster, by Pierce MacGerald, which is also, in a twist, used in the Loyalist song, The Boy in Water. A variant of the tune migrated to Scotland and to the Appalachian Mountains, where it became the most common melody for traditional folk ballad, Barbara Allen. But here's the original melody, Rus Kohanamoon. <laughs> Well, the song title and lyrics refer to the Black and Tans from the War of Independence. The song itself is a dispute between Republican and Unionist neighbours in Dublin's inner city in the Irish Free State era of the mid-1920s. During this era, Dublin continued to elect Unionist pro-British politicians and voluntary service in the British Army was a popular career choice amongst working class Dubliners, for both Catholics and Protestants. Supporting this tradition was the existence of a relatively large and now generally forgotten and disappeared Dublin Protestant working class. And it's this pro-British working class of both religions that the composer is confronting in the song. A representation of this cultural group is Bessie Burgess in the Sean O'Casey play, The Plough and the Stars. In the chorus, the writer is labelling his Dublin neighbours, who are pro-British and First World War veterans, show your wife how you won medals down in Flanders. He calls them black and tans and asks them to come out and fight me like a man, stating that the IRA had made the black and tans run like hell away from rural Ireland, such as the green and lovely lanes of Kilachandra which is in County Cavan and where in 1922 ex-RIC and black and tan soldiers were forced to flee the town after being given a few days warning to leave by the local IRA. The lyrics make references to the history of Irish nationalism and links to the Irish experience with other people's struggles against the British Empire. From the Zulus to the Middle East. One line of the song states to the Dublin neighbours Come tell us how you slew the Empire Arabs two by two like the Zulus, they had spears and bow and arrows. The lyrics also reference the disdain by his neighbours, saying the sneers and jeers that you loudly let us hear, to the execution of the leaders of the 1916 rising, and to the fall of the Irish nationalist political leader, Charles Sheward Parnell. There are variations of the original lyrics that incorporate references to more modern events in Irish nationalism, such as the Troubles, and in recent years, the song saw a few unexpected spikes in popularity. In March 2019, in episode 4 of Steve Kugan's This Time with Alan Partridge, ended with a rendition of Camocha Black and Tans by Kugan, acting in character as the fictional Irish performer, Martin Brennan, an eccentric rural Irish farmer. Here it is. Love, um, lovely Irish gesture. Uh,
1: well, I'm afraid that's all we've got time uh, for. We could let you
0: go with a little song. No. (laughs) Thank you anyway, but we've got uh, a great montage of police dogs set to music.
2: We do, indeed. Come out, you black and tan,
0: come and
3: fight me like a man. Show your wife how you won medals down in plan.
1: that was
2: grand, that. Yeah, that. mighty. Yeah. Double bollocks. Oh my god, that was like an ad for the IRA. The Guardian reported that Irish Twitter had gone wild, and the Wolf Tones rendition of the song started to penetrate foreign conscientiousness on easily the biggest scale since being apparently put pen to paper. RTE News called it the TV moment of the year, and the actor said, as someone who's half Irish, I was hoping that my fellow Irishmen would appreciate it, and they did. It was kind of a little in-joke, a private bet. I wonder could we get, just for the mischief, an Irish rebel song on primetime BBC One. And we managed to do that. In fact, we got two Irish rebel songs in. Also in early 2019, Irish food company Brady Family Ham released a fairly bold advertising video that went viral, which used the tune of the song, but with amended lyrics, and replacing the word tan with ham. And this ad was actually directed by Father Ted director Declan Lowney. Here's a little bit of that ad as well, just to refresh the memory. Tastes just like the ham
0: by your mother. Come out, you other hams, come and face me ham to ham. Show them how you're made with mold and
3: added water. And tell them how a family ham you away from the green and lovely fields of Kildara.
2: <laughs> and Oddly, there's footage of what appear to be East German soldiers singing what sounds like "The Black and Tans" on maneuvers in the USSR in the 1980s. Maybe this shouldn't be too surprising as there are German language versions of Irish melodies. And apologies in advance for my German pronunciation, but the song "Es si Han die Sonne los," which may have nothing to do with the Black and Tans, has the same melody. So take a listen. But of course, the most notable recording of the song was by the Irish traditional or rebel music group The Wolf Tones, who recorded the song on their 1972 album Let the People Sing and which credited the writing of the song to Joe Giltrap and Wes McGee, who were traditional musicians but not band members, and an unknown writer was credited as well. In January 2020, the Wolf Tones version of Come Out you, Black and Tans reached number one in Ireland and in the UK iTunes charts. This is a reaction to widespread criticism of the Irish government's planned commemoration of the RIC as part of its Decade of Commemoration, commemorating the events of 1912-1922 to 1922 in Ireland. As a result of this, on the 10th of January, the song entered the Irish Singles Chart. The Wiltons donated the proceeds from the recharting to the Irish Homeless Charity, Peter McVeary Trust. The song was used by Irish political party Sinn Féin during the 2020 Irish general election and this was listed in the 10 defining moments of the election by the Irish independent newspaper. An adopted version of the song was also used by the independent TD for Kerry, Michael Healy Ray, as a campaign song. Another modern day use for the phrase is less musical, poetic or even political. A black and tan is now also a beer cocktail made by layering stout with a pale ale or a lager. So, there we have it for episode 20 of the Songs and Stories podcast. A song textured by the Bean's bitterness about how the Free State treated them after Irish freedom and also the lingering acrimony of the War of Independence in Dublin. From Dublin to Germany, from TV appearances to re entering the charts, Come Out Your Black and Tans is such a popular song, and the last few years have shown that it always will be for a variety of reasons. Before I finish, Here's that reminder that the Songs and Stories podcast is now on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok as well as email. So feel free to reach out. So to finish off episode 20, here's Come Out Your Black and Tans by the Wolf Tones.
0: I was born on the Dublin street where the lilt runs the beat and the loving English feet to walk the Every single night when Wendy down would come home tight He'd invite the neighbours out With this chorus
3: Come out, a leg and hands, Come out and fight me like a man Show your why for you and medals Down to Flanders Star, how the RA Major you run like Callaway From the green and lovely lanes of
0: here Come tell us how you slew them old Arabs two by two Like the Zulus they had spears, bow and arrows How oh, brave you faced one with your sixteen pound the gun And you frightened them damn natives to tomorrow Chipleck
3: and Tans, come out and fight me like a man Show your wife how you won medals down in Flanders How the IRA made you run like Callaway From the green and lovely lanes of Kilshandville
0: Come let us hear you tell how you slandered great Parnell When you taught him well and truly persecuted What are the sneers and jeers that you loudly let us hear When our leaders of 16th were executed Come out you like and tans, come out and fight me like a man Show you wife how you won
3: medals down in Flanders uh, from the green and the lovely lanes of Killishandra Come out, shipple like in sands, come out and fight me like a man Show your wife how you and medals down the flanders that da all the IRA Made you run like all the way From the green and the lovely lanes of Killishan